Welcome to episode 31 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. Of the Dealers Dealers Compressed Podcast? Yes! (laughs) Who let you in here? Get out of here. Letting anybody in these days. Welcome to episode 31 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. It is Throwback 31 this week, and we're going way back to 2008 when everything fell apart. And when I say everything fell apart, uh, some of you may not remember. Actually, if you're listening to the podcast, most of you probably will. 2008 was the year of the market crash, collapse, whatever you want to say. This kind of is the 10-year mark on when things really took a dip in October is when that $700 billion stimulus package was reduced or announced. And um, man, just a lot happened for for me and my business. A lot happened. We almost lost the entire business along with um, a lot of people who did lose their business. So I feel really fortunate that we didn't. A lot happened in the car business and there are just endless stories about weathering those two or three very, very, very difficult and strange years. Manufacturers were going bankrupt. They were getting bailed out by the government. Um, crazy programs like cash for clunkers came into play. So I thought it was a good opportunity to just like turn the clock back a decade. Since last week we talked about seasons and the ups and the downs and how that affects everybody. And you know, I also talked about how our perspective on the season is really the variable that makes the difference because we are always in the middle of a season, whether it's a high season or a low season. So this week, you know, in thinking how these things tie together, like there's a difference between attention, right? That is when you give attention to something and you understand something's happening, right? And then your reaction to it. So you have the attention on the situation, and then you have a reaction. And that space in between is a super important part because that space in between is when you process what is going on and you make your decision about how you're going to react. I guess in an ideal sense, the time between you noticing something and reacting to it would be as small as possible in order for you to get the best possible result. But you know, realistically speaking, if you react super fast, a lot of the time it's the wrong reaction, right? It's an emotional reaction. Um, It's it's a hasty reaction, especially if it's something bad happening. You know, a lot of times we react out of fear and that never is good when, well, maybe it's good sometimes if like there's a lion that's running, like react in fear, yes, run. But in most cases, reacting in fear and reflexive is really bad. So I was thinking about that time in between, attention, and reaction and what are the things that really shape that moment into a helpful moment and I started to think about things like discipline right when we have disciplines in our life you know positive things you know whether that's training whether that's mindset um, whether that is the discipline of just being around other people who help and support you and love you right those disciplines help you in that moment between attention and reaction You know, some of the other traits and characteristics like flexibility and the ability to pivot, right, without being so romantic about how it was that you can no longer think straight moving forward, you know, to what you need to react to. So flexibility is a huge, a huge uh, a part of that. Principles, right, having a principled life and understanding who you are in that moment 
help shape a better reaction. You know, emotional intelligence, we talk about that a ton, right? And emotional intelligence, really, this is where it's all going to come down. Because if you can control your emotions in that moment between the attention and the reaction, then you're just going to end up better because you're going to make more rational, reasonable decisions. Now, again, in an ideal world, the time between the attention and the reaction would be super small, and we'd be able to make a healthy decision that's flexible, that isn't romantic about the past. But let's be honest, you know, a whole lot of different situations will cause us to react in different ways. I think this is one of the things that we have to constantly sow into in our lives by being principled and understanding those principles and working through our stuff and working through our fears and addressing them on a regular basis. So when these moments come, right, we're not overwhelmed by fear, but the disciplines kick in and the EQ kicks in. And I guess in an ideal situation, we're not even going to notice. We're just going to make healthier decisions and healthier pivots. Um, in relationships, we'll be healthier. We'll offend less. In business, we'll just be more successful because we won't be still. You know, um, in combat and warfare, they say like movement is life because if you just stay and you process and you think too much, right, something's going to find you and that's not a good thing. So thinking back to, you know, 2000, uh, 2008, 10 years ago, I think if you've been through that season and you've taken a punch in the mouth, you learned a lot about reactions and learned a lot about flexibility. And in the car business specifically, so our business at the time was a reconditioning business and our customers were all dealers. And I just remember, you know, dealers having a really tough time all of a sudden. And when this hit, customers started canceling service. And that was a moment where like that got my attention, right? Because it was one and then it was two and then it was three. And like all of a sudden you're thinking, what is going on? And then I remember, um, we went to use the American Express card, our company American Express card, and some of our techs called in from the field and they said, um, I don't know if something's wrong with our card, but um, it's declining me at the gas pump, right? So we have guys that spread out like three, four, five hundred miles that cannot fill up their tank with gas. And so I called American Express and um, I was like, hey, uh, card's not working. We've paid our bill every month, you know, for years and years. And they said, oh, yes, well, um, we, cut, we cut your credit line. And this was a revolving credit line, so we paid it off every month. So it wasn't even a credit line. I mean, I guess it was, but it was a charge card more than anything. And they just slashed the credit line in half. So that's another punch in the gut and another thing that got my attention, right? And, and back then I reacted with a lot of fear, right? Because having never gone through a hard time before, um, you know, those are the moments when you start to consider, okay, what is, what's the worst case scenario and can we navigate it? I'm happy to say we navigated it, obviously. Um, you know, by God's grace, um, I remember my grandmother bailed us out. <laughs> she gave us a bailout in the 11th hour and, um, and she really helped us through a tough time with just, it's funny how little money we actually needed. And what the heck? There's people all over around here. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just went creeping behind the camera. If you're just listening, come say hi. Come on, get in the frame. It's my wife, Sarah. Sarah, say hi. Hello. The Dealers Compression Universe. And, you know, it's interesting that you, you came in at this moment because 
Sarah was in the middle of this crisis. We were in this together, family business. Um, and do you remember that time? Yes, You got talking to the mic. Yes, yes, I do. And what do you remember about it? Um, I remember it being stressful. Good answer. <laughs> I was like, babe, nothing's going on. I got this. You know how guys roll. I got it. I got it. Thanks for showing up. Okay. Love you. Bye. So, yeah, she remembers. And, you know, if you're, you're the, the breadwinner for your family, um, it gets real serious, really, really, really fast. And our dealers, and a lot of whom were friends, we just saw them being buried with stop you know that the cease of leasing and that ability and that slowing down sales and consumer sentiment and co consumer confidence being just toast right we had so much instability um and you know that that time just was a weird time in automotive and i just remember the units dropping lower and lower and lower and stock prices going lower and lower and lower and then um government announcing bailouts for gm and chrysler and, you know, uh, Ford going down to like three bucks a share. And, you know, people like asking, like, can this happen? Like, can these companies go out of business? Is that even possible? And then, of course, all this, all of the like bad lending practices and the bad actors that were, you know, building up this real estate bubble and just inflating the market. It was just crazy. And now looking back, you know, 10 years it doesn't seem so close, but at the same time, like we're not immune from that again. So what do we learn from that? And what can we actually, taking a step back, right? We're in a time right now that it doesn't look exactly similar to that, but you know, the market is at an all-time high. And if you go back and look, the market was at an all-time high right before this happened. Actually, the all-time high back then was 14,000. I think we're at like 25,000 today. You know, all these things were inflated and then bam, house of cards collapsed, house of cards collapsed. Now, I hope we're not in a position like that in any of the other industries, you know, like I think education lending is the one in the crosshairs. And, and we're not trying to get into all that. The point I wanted to make today is that as dealers and as people, we became resilient and we started to hone those skills and practices and we got better and we got more efficient because in that moment, any excess and any fat, any inefficiency had to go or else the business was going to close. And situations like that cause us to reevaluate. They cause us to find out what we're really made of and they cause us to, to be courageous. Last year, we, or last week in the podcast, we said, hey, look, you can't be courageous unless there's like the presence of fear. So going back to that 10 years ago, it doesn't seem like that long, but at the same time, it seems like a while ago. And what did we learn? You know, so I asked the community, what did you learn from 2008? If you haven't been in business long enough, so 2008, 10 years ago, so if you're younger than like 23 at this point, you probably don't remember it much. You were probably in college um, or it didn't affect you. You weren't in the professional world just yet. But I'm telling you, it's possible. It's going to happen again. And we need to work on it now. Like I said, like that space in between attention and resilience, we need to work on that so that the disciplines are in place and the beliefs are in place so that we can just pivot.
and we can react appropriately to what's going on. So I guess that's what 31's about. It's like, let's learn from what happened. Let's not forget what happened because it's not always going to be great like this, right? Don't let the good times roll over your better judgment. Make good decisions. Innovate. Think for yourself. Look at the surroundings. Look at the environment. Look at the marketing environment. Look at the consumer experience environment. Don't listen to everybody. Listen to people you trust, but don't listen to everybody. Innovate. Trust yourself. Trust your gut and surround yourself with great people that you can trust. Being part of this community is one of those things I hope that helps you do that, right? We're going to get some more perspective on life. So that's my encouragement to you this week. Throwback 31, don't forget. Hone the skill between the attention to an issue and your reaction to it so that you can be better. There was one amazing thing that happened in 2008, and I don't know why I didn't bring this up at the beginning of the podcast, but the best baseball team in the world won the World Series. I mean, it's arguable whether or not anymore. I mean, you know me, a Philly guy. But the Philadelphia Phillies won the World Series in 2008. Hashtag bright spot. I hope the two aren't connected. But either way, thank you for listening to the Dealers Compressed podcast. We are going to be on the road um, at a couple events coming up. We've been trying to mention them. So if you're going to be at these events, you can come out, say hi. I would love, love, love to meet you in person. I'm going to be at the uh, Elevate Convention. That's Hierology's Human Capital Management um, Convention in Chicago, October 1st and 2nd. Please hit us up. Say hi. If you're there, come find me. I wear this, right? A t-shirt and a hat. I'll have the beard. And I have more than one t-shirt, by the way. Please come say hi. I would love to meet you. Uh, Next Driving Sales Executive Summit in Las Vegas in October 23rd through 25th. I think we'll have the dates below. I'm going to be presenting a workshop there. So please, I would love it if you attend. It's the first day. Uh, First breakout of the first day at 4 p.m. I hope you will uh, stop by and say hi. We can have some fun and uh, learn about some branding together. Uh, NADA in January. It's a little bit further off. It's hard to think of January 2019, but it'll be here before you know it. We're going to be there also teaching a workshop. A lot more time to say hi and and get to know you. And uh, we got some other guests coming up on the show soon. We're going to be hitting the road and uh, talk to some dealers, talk to some vendors, um, talk to some just interesting industry uh, contributors that we hope you will find interesting as well. So thank you again for listening and watching the podcast. Thanks for being part of the community and following on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and commenting and talking to one another and building, building the community. That's what it's all about. It's about doing better together, getting better, learning from one another's mistakes, being positive, encouraging one another and believing that there is no one that can offer a better customer experience than the local dealership. Don't make me be in this by myself. I know that I'm not, but let's do that together. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.